Welcome to the Ship Gold Friday Gold Wrap, your overview of this week's precious metals news. It's Friday, July 26th. I'm your host, Mike Meharry. Thanks for tuning in. Well, all eyes are going to be on the Federal Reserve next week as the FOMC meets. This week, we got a little bit of a preview with the European Central Bank meeting. The ECB stayed put for now, disappointing some who expected the central bank to resume easing. The ECB held the benchmark deposit rate at negative 40 basis points. Yes, I said negative. It's amazing to me that the ECB is talking about a pivot back to easing when it never stopped easing. Nevertheless, Draghi indicated that easing is coming with the high likelihood of a rate cut and or a resumption of asset purchases on tap for September. In a statement, the bank said it would hold rates at their present or lower levels at least through the first half of 2020, and in any case for as long as necessary. In a press conference after the meeting, Draghi said, quote, a significant degree of monetary stimulus continues to be necessary to ensure that financial conditions remain very favorable and support the euro area expansion. Well, September isn't soon enough for the markets. They want their easy money now. The Dow dropped almost 129 points on Thursday after the ECB meeting. Now, gold got a little bit of a bump, mainly due to Draghi's dovish messaging. The yellow metal pushed to a weekly high around 1434 on Thursday, but sold off on some positive economic data later in the day. Weekly jobless claims dropped to a three-month low last week, and capital goods orders saw a healthy gain in June. Despite these moves, gold has basically been range-bound. Everybody's waiting for the Fed meeting next week. Now, there has been a pattern with gold over the last several weeks. We've seen big legs up and then pull back in consolidation before the next surge. Analyst Bubba Horwitz called this action very bullish, saying he sees a potential run to $1,500 per ounce. He said the simple fact that gold is making higher lows and higher highs on each move indicates this rally still has room to run. Gold is trading at around $14.20 per ounce as I record this podcast. Now, the yellow metal is currently on track for its first weekly drop in three, but the GDP report that is due out this morning, in fact in about 20 minutes, could have an impact either way. Most economists are expecting really tepid growth. Around 1.8% is the number I've seen thrown around. That would be the slowest growth in more than two years. Any significant deviation either way will likely move gold up or down. But like I said, really at this point, the market is pretty much in hurry up and wait for the Fed mode. Meanwhile, silver hit another high on Wednesday, closing at 1662 an ounce. We've seen a little profit taking since then, but the white metal is still around 1650 as I'm recording. Silver is on track for a third week of gains, having risen 1.4% so far. As I mentioned last week, the big silver rally is also a positive sign for gold and could indicate that investors are starting to become believers in a gold bull market. The silver-gold ratio has closed a bit more this week. It's currently just over 86 to 1. Now, that's still abnormally high, but don't forget, it was knocking on the door of 93 to 1 just a few weeks ago. So silver is still way undervalued compared to gold, but it is, as I said last week, it looks like it has turned a corner. In one of his podcasts this week, Peter said we have all of the elements in place for a gold bull market. Now, gold's been trending up for quite a while. The problem was nobody believed it. That's why silver was lagging. You could also see it in the fact that gold stocks were underperforming. 
The mainstream was expecting gold to fall with each leg up. Investors were just so conditioned to believe that the rallies would be sold that they couldn't believe that there was a breakout. As Peter put it, we were climbing a little wall of worry. But now we're breaking down that wall. Now we have silver outperforming gold, and we have gold stocks outperforming the metal. That's what happens in every bull market. Silver leads gold, and stocks lead the metal. As I mentioned earlier, all this is really about the Fed. Next week is going to be huge for the markets. What will the central bank do? It's pretty much a given that the Fed will cut rates by 25 basis points. There's some speculation it might even go to 50, but I don't think that's likely. The market expects 25, and I think Powell and company will give it what it expects. If they don't cut, you're going to see a bloodbath in the stock market. I just can't see them not doing that. I really think we're going to get that rate cut. Key figures at the Fed certainly didn't say anything to dampen expectations. Last week, Fed Vice Chair Richard Cladera said, you don't want to wait until data turns decisively before cutting rates. Meanwhile, New York Federal Reserve President John Williams said the central bank shouldn't leave a lot of dry powder in the keg. It should fire its bullets at the first sign of trouble. A lot of people actually took that as a hint that the Fed might even go bigger and cut by 50 points. But then Williams kind of walked his comments back. Clarita's comments were particularly interesting. You don't want to wait until data says cut before you cut. Remember just a few months ago, the Fed was data dependent. Suddenly data doesn't matter. You have to stay ahead of the data. Why this shift? Why is the Fed so intent on cutting rates now? I agree with Peter on this. These guys want to do everything they can to postpone the looming recession because they know they don't have the ammo to fight it. They're hoping against hope that they can maybe put it off because if things do crash, they know they're going to have to go right back to massive QE. There just isn't any room to cut. Quote, unquote, normal is now apparently 2.5%. There's not much space between 2.5 and zero. As Peter put it, all of these clowns can think of is we've got to postpone this no matter what. It was interesting earlier this week, we saw a little sell-off in gold after the consumer sentiment numbers showed a bigger expectation for inflation. Now, people aren't wrong. We're going to get the inflation. But that is not a reason to sell gold. You know, this pattern has been going on for a while now. When inflation expectations nudge higher, traders sell gold and buy dollars. Peter calls it a brainless trade, and he's right. I've said this over and over again on the show. Inflation is good for gold. Here's the thing. The mainstream believes the Fed will adjust its policy if inflation starts to rear its head, and that will put a kibosh on rate cuts. Heck, they may even raise rates if inflation gets hot. At least that's what the mainstream thinks. But that ain't going to happen. The Fed can't raise rates. Do you really think the central bank is going to be able to push rates up even as the government is running up trillion dollar plus deficits? Do you really think it's going to raise rates with record levels of consumer debt, record levels of corporate debt? The whole economy is built on low interest rates and easy money. That's the proverbial elephant in the room. They can't take it away. They can't raise rates without crashing the economy. If they raise rates, heck, even if they fail to cut rates, the whole house of card collapses. The bubbles, they all burst. So the Fed is really stuck in a corner. It can't get out of it. I think ultimately they'll let inflation run. They're already hinting at it with this notion of symmetric inflation. That's just an excuse to let inflation push above that so-called 2% target. 
Inflation is going to win this battle. That's why you should buy gold. Gold is an inflation hedge. And despite the way the mainstream is behaving, inflation is bad for the dollar. The only reason the dollar gets stronger at every whiff of inflation is because everybody thinks that will influence the Fed to move toward a tighter policy. But if it doesn't, if it doesn't tighten, and it won't, inflation is a nightmare for the greenback. Inflation means the dollar is losing value. You don't hold on to a depreciating asset. Now, most of the mainstream still doesn't seem to get it, but we are seeing a little more interest in gold out there. I ran across a pretty interesting piece in Market Watch yesterday. It was by an analyst named Jared Dillian. He called gold life insurance, writing that it's a hedge on this place turning into Mad Max beyond Thunderdome. Now, he wasn't saying you'd, you should expect to see Mel Gibson running around with a chainsaw outside your window anytime soon. He was talking about the inevitable breakdown of an economy built on debt and fiat currency. Here are some bullet points from his article. In recent history, the government has had a habit of abusing its currency. Most governments abuse their currencies. Gold is an objective store of value, while the dollar is a subjective store of value. Big deficits will probably be monetized. Some lunatics want to inflict modern monetary theory on everyone. Inflation is trending higher, measured, and unmeasured. Now, if you want to learn more about the economics to underlie all of this, you need to download our newly revised and updated Why Buy Gold Now report. I'm going to link to it on the show notes page. This 22-page report was carefully researched and crafted by Shift Gold's team of precious metal specialists. Now, these guys have some serious academic credentials. They are economists, they know their stuff, and they have a lot of experience in the world of precious metals trading. And then I did my thing, and I wrote this in such a way that I think your average investor is really going to be able to digest and understand what is being talked about. Why buy gold now? This report answers the questions. You need to download it today. Also, you can talk to one of our Shift Gold Precious Metal Specialists, and they can give you even more details and answer any questions that you might have. So that is a gold wrap for this week. You can get more details on all of these stories and more, and keep up with the latest precious metals news and analysis throughout the week at shiftgold.com news. If you haven't done it already, you need to subscribe to the Friday Gold Wrap over at iTunes or on the Shift Gold YouTube channel. You'll find links to that on the show notes page. Also, I have a new It's Your Dime interview that came out this week. I talked with Alex Merced. He is the vice chair of the Libertarian National Committee. He's also a trainer on Wall Street, and he's done hundreds of videos on economics basic economic education. So we talk economics, uh, we talk markets, we talk Wall Street. Great discussion with my friend Alex. Uh, You'll find links to that also on the show notes page. If you're listening on YouTube, feel free to share your thoughts on this week's gold news in the comment section. We always like to hear what you guys have to say. As always, I appreciate you listening to the show, and I will be back again next week.